Joseph, is that you? Mother, you're awake. I've been worried. You can't build a house in the dark. You can't build it very well. Come, I've saved supper. Mother, would you mind? Could it keep till tomorrow? Yes, of course. But what is it, Joseph? It's... It's... Oh, I just, I just need sleep. That's all. Very well. I understand. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Years later, Joseph recounted the experience of that night. When he returned home from speaking with Mary, it was dark. But the storm in his soul made the night even darker. He paced the small room, turning the question over and over in his mind. If I put her away privily, break our betrothal in secret, well, the shame for her family would be... Oh, would be endless. And the sorrow for her... unbearable. But if I speak even a word about it and make a public example of her, it is written, they shall bring her out to the door of her father's house, and the men of her city shall stone her, for she hath wrought folly in Israel. But how can this be right? And if the trouble comes to her because of me, could I ever, in all eternity, be approved of God? Mary, I am afraid for you, for us, for the scoundrel, the wretched scoundrel, whoever he is. <laughs> pity, oh pity on all our souls. He recounted praying late into the night, pouring out his heart to God. But nothing came. No relief. No understanding. Then, sometime in the wee hours of the morning, he fell asleep. As he dreamed, what happened to Zacharias and to Mary happened to him. Light filled his mind, and an angel appeared. Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. Oh, thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Save us. When Joseph awoke, the dark night of the soul was over. And though he could not see everything with his natural eyes, he knew God had a design for him. He had a part in a prophecy he had learned as a boy, a promise he knew by heart. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. 
Audio Stories presents Nativity, the audio dramatization of the birth of Jesus Christ based on the Old and New Testaments of the Holy Bible. Eli! Eli! Joseph! You're on the roof! <laughs> wait, come, wait a moment, please, will you? I'm coming down. Mary's gonna love your new house. Oh, I hope so. Listen, Eli. What? I need you to do something for me. Another secret message? <laughs> yes. Now tell your sister to meet me tonight after dark in the same place we met before. At the trees, by the way. Yes. And don't tell anyone. Yeah, absolutely no one. And then you'll marry my sister? Oh, yes, Eli. Then I will definitely marry your sister. Hooray! I'll tell her. <laughs> and no one else. I promise. <laughs> and so it went. Eli told Mary to meet Joseph, and Joseph prepared to tell Mary what the angel told him. Many took part in the nativity, but few saw their own role in furthering God's plan. Even pagan nations and cunning old kings found themselves moving God's plan along in spite of themselves. Send out the decree! Proclaim it in every town, every village. By all means. It's high time the people hear from you, sire, from King Herod the Great. Me? Good heavens, no. Not from me. From Augustus. From Caesar Augustus. And finally back in his good graces. Let's keep it that way. So, we announce it exactly as penned, and with uh, trumpets, armor, feathers, and swords. Yes, 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 that's it exactly. Mm. And, Counselor. Yes? I've heard that people are talking about a deliverer. A messiah, what of that? They are? I highly doubt it, sire. You think me a fool, counselor! Your whispers are not the only ones to reach my ears. Of course. What I'm saying is that people will talk, and the more these people talk, the less they do. Nothing will come of it, I assure you. It's as, it's as predictable as, as a dry summer in the desert. Well, I've seen it rain in the desert, counselor. But it's rare! You can count on these people doing as they have always done. Praying in the temple, burning their incense, offering their goats or pigeons or uh, whatever it is they sacrifice. What harm can come of that, I beg you? Obviously you know nothing of a vassal population. Or what can come of their resentment. I only mean there's no great trouble I can see. No rain cloud on the horizon, if you know what I mean. Well, the weather can change. And quickly... Keep your eyes open. I will, then. Wide open. And, Counselor, you know whom you're looking for, don't you? I'm sorry? (laughs) (coughs) You're looking for a man, pretending to speak for God. (laughs) I've seen many of them. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about a man of real persuasion, who preys on people's hopes and promises answers to their prayers. He'll be attractive, I think, masculine, bold, charismatic, a real Mark Antony. Please, not Antony. Oh, yes, I don't mean a wine-bibber, but someone with real swagger, who whispers into people's ears whatever they're itching to hear. Uncanny. You describe it perfectly. My door is always open to you, Counselor. Report the smallest rumor, the most trifling concern. The tiniest trouble in the world. I give you my word. Good, good, very good. 
Don't underestimate the people's hunger for a messiah! It can destroy everything. Mary! Mary! Joseph, I'm here. Oh, thank goodness you came. Will you forgive me? Yes. I'm sorry, I didn't believe you. I know. I understand. I I thought I'd have to put you away to to force you in secret. I I didn't want to do that. And I just couldn't make an example of you. I knew you wouldn't. And then, last night, I had a dream. You did? But it was more than a dream, Mary. There was light. There was an angel. What did he say? He told me. He told me that the child within you is the Son of God. And his name will be... Jesus. Jesus. Yes. And he is coming to save us. But not just from the evil around us. From the evil within us. To save his people from their sins. He will. So, we have to be married as soon as possible to protect you, to protect him. My poor mother. What is it? She thinks planning a wedding takes a whole year. Well then, let's pray God gives her a dream too. (laughs) (laughs) But, But let me be the one to tell her. I'll be the crazy son-in-law coming for his bride too soon. Way too soon. <laughs> she loves you. <laughs> She'll understand. <laughs> oh, I still have so many questions. We both do. And if I'm being honest, I find myself becoming, uh, oh, I don't know, afraid again. Joseph, look at me now. This is important. This we cannot forget. Yes, The first thing the angel said to me was, The Lord is with you. I believe that. I know he is. And then he said, Fear not. Fear not. I didn't tell you this, Mary, but that's what the angel said to me, too. And it wasn't just an invitation. It was a command. So then, we obey. And God is with us. Yes, We're in his hands. But knowing that didn't always make things seem reasonable or easy for any of us, especially when it came to changing plans. I I don't know what to say. It's it's impossible. Unreasonable. It's, It's ridiculous. Yes, the groom has the right to choose the date of the wedding, but the rest of us have to plan the feast. What does your mother say about it? Well, she's willing to have it changed. To when? Oh, uh, next week <gasps> or, or the week after. Oh, no, no, no. It simply cannot be done. I'm sorry, Joseph. But with respect, it doesn't have to be fancy. Who said anything about fancy? We just want it to be respectable. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Not if it has to be planned in a fortnight. And, and think how many people wouldn't be able to come. Your Aunt Hava from Bethlehem and Levi, who came all the way here to arrange your betrothal? I'm sure they can't get away on short notice. 
dear, but if we do it now, we won't have a lot of guests anyway. It would be a small gathering. Isn't that right, Joseph? Yes, yes. For family and just a few friends. And maybe a few neighbors. You're not considering it, are you, dear? It would leave us money for the dowry. That was our thinking as well. The dowry? I don't understand. What does that I'm have... just looking at how much we'd save. Well, how much would we save? Enough to furnish Mary and Joseph's house to give them a proper dowry. All right. So you're saying it's one or the other? It seems so. And yet, I want it to be right for the parents of my wife... I can see that you want Mary to feel honored and loved and to be happy. I appreciate that. Thank you, Joseph. So, what do we do, dear? A proper wedding or a proper dowry? (gasps) It's not what I planned. And this is not what I wanted for my daughter. But if Mary can be happy with it, I suppose I can, too. Well, then, we'll talk to Mary. (laughs) But I can already feel it. I know what she'll say. So, we may be having a wedding in two weeks. Thank you both. Thank you. You'd better go now, Joseph, before she changes her mind. I'll need Bracca's help. The dowry, the dishes. We don't even have a rug. Of course, I didn't know anything about the extraordinary marriage of Mary and Joseph. She secretly three months with child, and he already embracing the role of stepfather-to-be. Even if I had been aware of their union, I wouldn't have believed it had anything to do with me, let alone everyone around me. From what I could see, the world was in trouble, and we all needed a Messiah powerful enough to subdue our enemies and vanquish strife. But how could an edict from Rome have anything to do with that? How could a call to pay taxes set the stage for the coming of the Messiah in exactly the way the prophets foretold? In the name of Caesar Augustus, Emperor of Rome, a decree goes forth to all the world. Father, what is it? I'm not sure, son. All citizens return to the land of their forefathers to the houses of their lineage to be taxed. And this at the season known as Passover. Father, what are they talking about? It's not our business, son. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Come along. But why? What do they mean about a census? It doesn't concern us. What did concern us, and what was most troubling to me, was how little could be done to relieve suffering. And the farther I ventured from the fields of Bethlehem, the less I could do, and the more suffering there seemed to be. Out of the way, scum! Oh, no! Please, I'm blind! I can't see! But you can feel this! No! Aaron! Come back! Stop, Mercy! I beg of you! Out of the way! Come with me! Here! Take my hand! Here! Yes! Yes! This way! Thank you! This way! Uh, are, are you are you there? Yes. Yes, are you all right? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. You, you saved me. I'm sorry they did that. Aaron, you could have been killed. They were beating him, father. Can you help me to the to the side of the road? Yes, here, this way. Uh, uh, 
You're not much older than me. How old are you? Uh, Eighteen. Just barely. My age, exactly. <laughs> now, here, open your hand. These are some plums oh. and, um, and, a, and a piece of bread. There. Oh. Oh. God bless you. It feels good to, to make a friend. You... You are my friend. Come, Aaron, let's be off. I'm sorry. We have to go. As I hurried away, I was reminded that the only one who could protect my young friend and ultimately rescue all of us was the Messiah, the King of Heaven. Little did I know that he was already within the womb of an obscure young woman in Nazareth, and that she and her new husband were just then discussing where he, the king, would come into the world. Well, that's kindling enough, I think. How are you feeling? Oh, well, he's there. He's active. He's eager to be born. And right when we need to be in Bethlehem. I've been thinking about that, Joseph. I feel I should come. Come? Why? Well, for one thing, I'm supposed to be there. But you don't have to be. Not if you're going to have a baby. Yes, but with my parents going, I, I can't be here alone. Who would help me? My mother? Oh, I would like that. But still, I don't think we should be apart. Not now. And besides, it's Bethlehem. It's important. Because of what Micah says in the scripture? Yes. Besides being our family home, a great prophet is to come from there. Mary, I know Bethlehem is important. But so are you, and so is he. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't we put him above a Roman decree to pay taxes? And another thing, I've been feeling we shouldn't go with my family. When we go, it should just be the two of us alone. You mean if we go? I know, my mother will try to talk me out of making the trip, and, and if I don't agree, she'll insist on coming with us to take care of me. Whoa, 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 whoa. we're getting ahead of ourselves here, aren't we? We haven't even decided to go. <laughs> we could leave later than my family. Oh, and, and stay in a different place, separate from them. Separate? Like an inn. I was thinking about your Aunt Hava. They missed the wedding. I'm sure they would be happy to have us. <laughs> so, you really have been thinking about this. I have. But, my love, think about this little one. Who he is. Wouldn't God expect us to do something beyond the usual? To take precautions? To make special plans? I, I don't know. He is coming in just the same way that every other child is born. Hmm. I never thought about that. The Emperor and the King have commanded us to go, so... I think we go. We trust that God knows what is happening to us and what is happening all around us because... He does. Because this is his son. So, we risk it for God? Yes. Which means it's no risk at all. What? We think it's important for both of us to be in Bethlehem. But, 
But she's expecting a baby. He knows, Mother. Well, you're highly idealistic. I'll give you both that. And faithful. And faithful, yes. But neither of you can imagine what a week on a donkey means for a woman with child. I know. And I wouldn't consider it, Mother, if I didn't have a feeling. Oh, dear. That again. I thought we were done with these feelings and these surprises. Your mother only wants what is best for you, Mary. How about we say we We'll see how she's doing when the time comes. We can wait until the last minute to decide. <sighs> and if all is well, if there are no signs the baby is coming, we'll join a caravan and get there and back as quickly as we can. But not too quickly. She'll need to rest along the way. I will, Mother. And I'll make sure we don't do anything you wouldn't want us to do. Uh, I'm afraid it's too late for that. <laughs> and we'll make sure there's room for you to stay with us in Bethlehem yes. when oh, you get there. Uh, I, I think yes. we're going to stay with Joseph's aunt and uncle. What? Aunt Hava and Uncle Levi. No, Mary, no. I would feel much better about you being with me. But I need to be with my husband. Besides, we're all of the same family, and we'll all be in Bethlehem together. That's it, then. Oh. Mother, uh, Rebecca, what is it? It's just so, so strange that this keeps happening. First you run off to Elizabeth's, which sort of made sense, and then a hurry-up wedding, which worked out in the end. Now this, I, I don't understand. But then when it happens somehow i guess i do god works in his unusual ways god and all of you it's certainly beyond me oh mother oh, may i rest oh of course shall we wait until everyone stops no let's stop now yes Oh, boy. Oh, slow down. Here you go. Easy. Watch your foot. If I could see my foot. <laughs> there. There. Hey, up ahead! Are we stopping? Uh, no. Go around. We'll be here just a moment. Everything all right? Uh, yes. Not to worry. Because we can stop. They can go. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I think they're planning to push on so they get to the city by midday. Can we just stay here for the night? Is it safe? Oh, I think so, but we won't arrive until tomorrow afternoon. Mm. That feels right. Hey there, are you coming? No. Uh, go on, we'll just be a few hours behind you. We can wait! No, 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 please, all is well. <laughs> it is, you know. Yes, it will be. Here, sit on this blanket while I make a bed. No. Oh. What is it? Oh, nothing. Is it him? Uh, it's just a long time to be on a donkey. <laughs> Mary, don't oh. scare me like that. What if he were to come? Uh, and uh, that's why we need to get back as soon as we can. Because we uh, never know if the baby... Joseph, stop. Look up. Huh? Up there. All those stars. Oh, look. My goodness. The great order of heaven. It's something, isn't it? They remind me of all of God's children, gathered at the edge of the firmament, waiting, 
watching for one child to come. And who could imagine that one child is here, in you, with us? <laughs> Whatever happens now is what God ordains. As he orders it to be. Then come, let us rest. That night, the night before Mary and Joseph came to Bethlehem, my brother Elijah had the night watch, and I was bedded down in camp with my family. <laughs> my father, the youngest of his brothers, had inherited the temple flock, and I, his youngest son, would inherit the flock from him. So you see, it was all so predictable, so orderly. But looking into the chaos above, at the stars all jumbled together every which way, I wondered, did God have a plan for his children? What was his plan for me? <laughs> My mind drifted back to the night I learned that I was to be a shepherd. I was a boy then, and the thought of watching over temple lambs had lit a fire in me. But now, as the cold winds blew through the grass and swept over my face, I wondered what could a temple lamb ever do for a world in darkness? What could a lamb on the altar do for anyone? What could it do for me? For more information about Nativity and upcoming Audio Stories content, visit us at www.audiostories.life.